And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Jay Vaz, and you're watching the Jay Vaz Show, Music and Entertainment. We got a special guest with us today from the North Side. Before we get you there, make sure you follow us on all the social media pages at the JVAS Show. Check out the website, thejvazshow.com. Check out the new merch. We got the BU t shirts available in blue and in red. They're now available on the website. So, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can find the video version of this podcast as well. And as I said, joining us today from the north side, HH4L in the house. For sure. Stunner what man. What it do? What it the do? The bad guy. What's up, man? What's up? Throwed off Mex. <laughs> Tex Mex Stugger. <laughs> it's been a while, man. What's it's good? Been, man, it's been a minute. We we're just talking about this. It's been like. Yeah, it's been. I, last over time eight we years did the Pocket So Heavy video. That was where, about eight years ago. Yeah. Right? Nah, bro. It was longer than that? Fucking I don't know. I don't know. It's been dude. a long ass time. It's been <laughs> a long ass know, time. Five but, plus. Let's just yeah, say that. Over more, five years. More than at five, least. man. Um, and I was just talking about how. You know, when I started doing the whole podcast and I started getting, you know, everybody that I was a fan of li listening to their music, I was like, I'm going to hit up Stunner. Got on your Instagram and it's like, fuck, he ain't been on this bitch in 2015. Yeah, man, shit. I've been in my since uh, North 3 dropped. North yeah. 3 dropped. We promoted it. It was kind of only the only reason I had really got back on Instagram and all that shit just to promote. And we was doing our little, we did a little tour and we did all that um, promo like at the you know, the, the meet and greets and shit. Yeah. We did all that. And then uh, I was kind of like, all right, I, got, I ain't got shit else going on. I'm back off this motherfucker. Call, so call I don't have day. Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I don't have, uh, actually, I'm lying. I got I got a Twitter, but it's like a, our family account because I got to yeah. follow all my kids' uh, teachers and shit because they. Cause my, I got kids in high school. I got kids in elementary. Hold so, on, you know hold on, high saying? school? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my oldest daughter is about to be 17, bro. At the end of the year, she'll be 17. You had them young, huh? Yeah. Because you ain't but like, what, 34? Yeah, just turned 35. 35? Yeah, just right, turned cool. 35. Yeah, it sounds like I thought ago. we were around, you know, about yeah, yeah, yeah. three-year difference or so. So, yeah. My, I had my daughter when I was um, going on 19, so. Yeah. Damn, high school already. Well, shit, man, yeah, besides man. that, what you what you been up to, man? You been... Shit, just working, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking nine to five in it. Yeah. Like everybody else, you know, uh, taking care of the kids and making sure they stay out of trouble, trying to show my son what's up, trying to keep my son alive, you know, all this yeah. bullshit going on nowadays. But you know what's up? How you That's dealing it. with the coronavirus with the kids being at home, man? Oh man, it's crazy, bro. I was just talking about that yesterday. We kind of went, um, we went live yesterday with uh, me and my cousin, and we was talking about Corona shit. Like, man, seen that? Yeah, I ain't know that. Um, some you learn new shit when you when you're at home. It's like when you move in with somebody, right? When you're dating somebody. And it's a difference when you move in with each other. That's the same. That's how I felt with my kids, bro. I hadn't been around them that fucking much. You know what I mean? I learned a whole bunch of new shit. Like, yeah. I learned how lazy my son is. Like, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? How lazy my son <laughs> And I learned that my, how much of B words my daughters can be. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, but it's crazy, man. I, I, I love being at home with them, but I need, I need a break. I need, yeah. I need to get away. Speaking, so. speaking of Corona, man, this is something I'm going to ask you because we talked about this. Yeah. In the last time we went out, right? Uh, we talked about, you know, a lot of the stuff that coronavirus requires to stay away. Sh right. it, sh it should be shit that we normally do. When you're at a bar and you're chewing gum, do you chew gum inside the restroom? In the restroom? Yeah. When you walk in the restroom, do you spit out your gum or you keep chewing? I don't chew bar at the, at, the, at a. I don't chew gum at the bar. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I'm at the bar to drink. Yeah. So I don't chew do gum while your, I drink. Do you take your beer at the, inside the, the restroom? Nah. Nah. 
Don't, don't be saying that just for the camera. Nah, nah. And I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. if I ever have, I don't know, but yeah. I don't think so. Because usually, if I'm at if I'm at a bar, I'm with people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm with my girl, or whatever. And I just leave my drink, whatever I'm, wherever we at. Uh, nah, I don't think I'll take my drink. I wouldn't want to either, bro. You know what I mean? See, that's we were talking about this whenever before the whole thing got shut down and shit. We're like, you know, we're we're so worried about washing our hands and shit. But for example, I know. Like, when we're out and about at a bar or whatever, my food comes in, I don't remember to wash my hands every time. No. I just grab that shit, germs all over my well, fucking that might hands. Be, that might be the one one of the pluses that comes out of all this shit, right? Maybe people would be more cleanly with their yeah. shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, even, like, um, establishments, food establishments and bars and shit, they might be, hopefully they continue some of these good habits. Yeah. And by having their employees clean and... and Cause how many times that like nowadays they're doing it, but how many times have as soon as you get up they wiping your table down, they Next disinfecting one. that shit. How many times have you seen that before? You know what yeah. I mean? When they should have been doing that shit, yeah. right? Or maybe they we should always have disposable cups and disposable all this shit. You know what I mean? We shouldn't Germany be using it. So yeah, clean our hands. Because I went we... to matter of fact, I went to um, I went to a bar down uh, in Edo the other day, um, and they were giving you drinks in disposable cups. I was thinking to myself like they should always do this shit. Like I don't. You don't know where that motherfucking cup, you know, how clean they How really, clean they actually, They really yeah. cleaned it, you know what I mean? So hopefully there's some good habits that come out of yeah. all this shit. I was at work and some dude said, I can't wait till we don't have to clean these tables. Like, you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Damn, dog. Yeah. Shit, imagine shit. how he is at home. Yeah, he, he <laughs> boy. yeah, I was like, man, it's not that hard, bro. Just spray that shit twice, a couple times. Especially you know, if you're spraying it with disinfectant, you just got to go... Yeah, okay. wipe it dry down, up it by itself. It's like, I can't wait. I was like, All right, cool. It is what shit. it is, bro. Yeah, when I sit down at the table and it's like wet or whatever, something like that, I'm like, Shh. I don't complain. I'm like, at least they clean this motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like I said, hopefully some good habits come out of all this out shit of the whole for thing. everybody, even the people at home. You know, hopefully people wash their hands more and shit like that. Like, I ain't no germaphobe or nothing, but I do think about that shit yeah. a lot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like so. at, at work, I'm probably the only motherfucker that cleans the microwave. Yeah, that shit's nasty, bro. <laughs> Man. Bro, I don't know where you work at, but where I work at, there's a lot of Mexicans and Vietnamese people. Yeah. And those are the two worst motherfuckers, like, as far as cleanliness goes. Bro, the restroom outside and, like, in the shop and shit, that shit is disgusting, bro. It's yeah. like shit on the, shit paper on the floor and shit, like, motherfuckers. Like, there's a, they got a fucking uh, wall of fucking mocos, bro. Like, motherfuckers just flick this at the same well, spot. While they taking this shit. Or they just wipe it. I don't know what they doing. Shooting snot rockets in that bitch or what. But there's like a wall with just mocos. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, people will circle it and write a little thing like, damn, that was a big ass one. <laughs> or they be like, oh, damn, this one got blood in it. You might want to go you to might... the doctor or something. Like, no, motherfuckers, it's <laughs> nasty, bro. It's nasty, but I ain't gonna lie. When I used to work at Dish and I was in the middle of a car, I used to. So I went to whoever got my chair and tried to no in the chair. Oh, at work? Yeah, I was in the office and just so I went to whoever got my chair. Yeah. Got a little crust. We, we were having man. this conversation yesterday when we were talking. I was like, have you ever like uh, picked your booger and like you don't know what to do with it? Like try to flick that bitch, but right, sometimes they're it too sticky, right? Yeah, it won't go yeah, nowhere. You try to roll it and you try to flick it, it won't come off. And you like, shit, well fuck <laughs> it. And then you go to wipe it and there's a there's one there already yeah. from the last time and shit. <laughs> you run into an old one. <laughs> it's all crusty and shit. Like, ah, shit fuck. Yeah. put it right next to that motherfucker. <laughs> What's the proper etiquette of, of a booger disposal? Of a booger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we don't have napkins at all times. So, yeah, bro, what do you do? And my and my cousin was saying. I mean, he he mastered the snot rocket. I mean, yeah, there's always a snot rocket. Like, yeah, you know, 
just shoot that bitch across, whatever. But sometimes there's you got to go in there and get yeah, it out. Yeah, I tried you know that once, and that shit didn't go as planned. I did that you number, and that shit just went, yeah, and it's like, son of a <laughs> bitch. Like, that didn't, Hell nah. <laughs> that didn't work out. Nah, Hell man, nah. but shit, let's get into this, man. So mm-hmm. you've been you, you've taken a a pretty long break from music. Right. You, you've been gone for a while, man. Um, in this whole break, what 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 is it, if any, that... What thing is it, if anything, that you've missed from from being involved in, in music? Um, I haven't missed much. If I could say that I've missed anything, it's just being in the studio. It's just like vibe, the vibe of yeah. everything. Um, that was used to be my favorite. That was my favorite thing of, of everything, right? It was the it was the experience of being around my homies in the in the uh, studio or whether we were performing or whatever. It was just the vibe of it all. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about. Um, People listening to my shit, people buying my shit. I ain't care about that too much because uh, I know what I was making was good music. Well, at, to me at the time, sometimes you go back and listen to your shit like, ah, god yeah, damn, man, I maybe I, I should have not have done that. <laughs> I thought but it no, was good. at the time, yeah, at the time we thought we were making good music and we thought we were having, um, you know, producing good shit. And but it was just all about the vibe, bro. That's what I missed the most is uh, vibing in the studio, yeah. vibing with other people, with other artists, um, performing. That's yeah. a, those are my two favorite things, and, and that's what I miss the most. But it, I don't miss it to the point where I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta get back in the game. I gotta, cause yeah. I, I gotta do that. I miss it so much." Nah, I don't miss it that much. But those are the two things. You, you performed what uh, last November or something like that? No, October. Whenever right. you, at the dope house, at the old dope house with, with Lucky and Chloe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Coast asked me to come out and do yeah, a couple yeah, songs yeah. with him, and I went out there and did a couple songs. That shit was live, bro. And that that was something I was like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's the <laughs> shit that I miss. You know what I mean? Like being out there on the stage with my boys and and just and people actually feeling your shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and people reciting your lyrics and shit. That shit is that should give you goosebumps. Even after this long break, yeah, you know what I'm like, saying? Yeah. That should give you goosebumps as you doing it. You know what I mean? That's the shit that yeah. that ignites some shit like that. But yeah, that's that the shit, shit that I miss. That shit dope, man. Because as a fan, because I mean, I, I was a fan of you guys. Like yeah. you know, growing up listening to y'all. Uh, the other day I was listening to uh, Wanted, Most Wanted, the mix mm-hmm. you did with Chingo. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you hit play, it's like the lyrics are in your head as a fan, and it's just word by word. Yeah, that was one of my favorite ones to do too, because um, at the time, um, I had I guess I had had a mixtape already out. Had the bad that, guy was yeah, out. Yeah, uh, one of, no text mix thug. Text mix thug. Yeah. So that one was out, and um, and Chingo was trying to push my shit, of course, and he was like, well, "Let's just do one together," because we were both doing all them freestyles, and that's all we were doing, jacking beats and, and yeah. freestyle, right? So we were in the studio, living in that motherfucking studio, basically. So he was like, let's put a, a mixtape out together, help promote you, blah, blah, blah. And that was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Um, so let's take it back before that. Yeah. Before signing with Chingo, mm-hmm. you were you were doing music, obviously, because he, he didn't just pick you up and be like, hey, you can rap. Like, All right, we could start all the way back from the very beginning. Just rapping at school, right? Everybody yeah. wanted to rap. When I first experienced... Freestyling or flowing or whatever the fuck you want to call it, written shit was. Um, I played a lot of sports in like middle school and high school, right? And uh, all these black dudes in there in the bus on the at the track meets on the football games at the back of the bus, just beating yeah. on the side of the bus, boom, tss, boom, 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 and freestyling in the back. I was like, pencils oh, in the pens, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying I was a fan of music, like listening to music and fan of rappers, but that shit didn't make me want to rap, right? It yeah. was seeing these motherfuckers in the back of the bus. 
I thought it was the coolest shit ever. These motherfuckers was rhyming back there, spitting game, talking shit, you know what I'm saying, to each other. Everybody's like, oh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I was sitting back there just peeping them. I was like, damn, this shit is so dope. I could probably do this shit. Yeah. I go home. My name is. I'm the fucking. Try to write some shit. Nah, nah, that shit sounds whack as fuck. Shit goes by. Years go by. In middle school, of course. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to write some. Throw the shit I could. One of these days, I'm gonna jump in that little fucking freestyle cipher or whatever the fuck they doing <laughs> at the lunch table yeah. or the fucking back of the bus. So that's that's how I got started, right? So that's that's my intro to wanting to be a rapper. Yeah. And then as times went by, as times years went by, I began getting better, recording my own shit, building a little crew or whatever. And um, me and my boy, uh, Showstopper, shout out to um, Norman Rockwell. Um, me and him were like kind of partners in crime. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. far as rapping goes. And we got signed to a lo- local label. Um, in the They were originated like at Manchester, like over there on that side of town. Um, I don't even know where that is. It's over there, like um, kind of south, southeast oh, a little okay. bit before you get to southeast. Um, like navigation, navigation, that's okay. like east, yeah, southeast. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so we got signed to them. I was 17. He was 16. Uh, we kind of like signed a little, little bullshit deal. Whatever we made a little um, compilation album with them, went on tour with them. We did a lot of shit um, at the time, and then uh, Chopaholics was was real big at that time, right? They had Grade A, Risky yeah, Rapper, risky. shout out Risco. You know what I'm saying? They had fucking GT had just barely started pop. They had that boy Mello and um, yeah. Well, I heard uh, Lucky and Chingo were like doing shit for them too. I don't think they were directly involved with Chopaholics, but they were like helping them yeah. out. You know what I mean? Doing freestyles and shit for them. So that shit was live. And it was like every Sunday or whatever the fuck they were doing. And I used to listen to that shit. And one time they had a freestyle contest on, um, they were like, send in your best freestyle, whatever. And if you, the winner will play it live on the fucking radio. I was like, shit, I'm going to do this. Because I was already making shit. Yeah. I was already rapping. I was already kind of deep in the, in my little area. So I made a, um, I did um, the T.I. song, um, 24s. I did a freestyle to that. Yeah. yeah. I did a freestyle to that and I send it in and um, I think um, whatever they played it. And then uh, I was like, oh shit. Cause I listened to them. I used to listen to them religiously every yeah. fucking Sunday. Uh, the house the house party, right? Yeah, I think it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Party 101 or yeah. whatever the fuck it was. And uh, they played my shit and I called them. I was like, hey, bro, y'all just played my shit. They're like, oh, that's you. Boom, boom, boom. We chopped it up and I kind of got down with the Chopaholics crew for a few months. I was like a part of the Chopaholics. Yeah. Um, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah I was a part of the Chopaholic. But see, here's where it, all went fucked up. I was still signed to that other label, that little local label. We weren't doing shit at yeah. that time. Um, the dude that was running was a dope boy. He had went to jail, and all this shit had kind of like went down under. So I was trying to do my own thing again. I was trying to start my own buzz back up, and that's when I went the Chopaholic's route. I didn't tell them. About this other label because I thought that shit was dead. Yeah. Come to find out, as I started doing shows with the Chopaholics, I started getting on some of their CDs. I was on that one with the um, they had that yellow bus on the front. I don't, I know, remember, I don't remember the called, name yeah. of it or whatever. I was on that one. Um. So they found out that label found out about it that I was because obviously I started making another little buzz over yeah. here. That label found out the dude that was like kind of running the label. He found out and uh, he kind of sent like a. I don't know if it was like a cease and desist or whatever, but he 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 like got involved with with 
with them, and uh, they were like, nah, we can't fuck with you no more because this is it. Yeah, I was like, oh, what's up? I was like, bro, these niggas ain't shit. These motherfuckers ain't doing nothing. <laughs> you you scared of them? So I had already met, made my connections, though. I was already in with um, Chingo. I had already met Lucky. I had already met all these dudes was cool. We was all cool already. But then Chopper was like, man, my bad, but we can't fuck with you because you signed and, you know what I'm saying, yeah, you with bring, them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We don't want that drama. We want no legal bullshit, whatever. I was like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? So we cut ties, you know what I'm saying, mutually. And, um, but I still kept it cool with like Chingo and Lucky, whatever, had their info already. So yeah. one day I was like, and then I was like kind of depressed about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause these, I was do, making my little way up and I had already stopped fucking with these, this label. And then they come and interfere with my shit that I was doing over here and they got me fucked up from this. And now I'm back to square one. Back to square one. Back in the hood, just fucking not doing shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was kind of pissed off, kind of depressed about the shit. And then all of a sudden, um, I got a phone call or text message. I don't remember. Uh, but I got, uh, Chingo got in contact with me. And he's like, hey, bro, are you doing? what are you doing nowadays? What you doing? You ain't doing shit? I'm like, nah, I ain't doing shit. I'm just fucking working. I think I was working at fucking Granger or something. I don't know. <laughs> I was fucking working some bullshit job. And uh, my baby, my daughter, my oldest daughter we just talked about. Yeah. She's about to be 17. She was, um, I think, I don't know if she was born yet. She's about to be born. So I was like down in the dumps. I didn't know what I was going to do in my life. I was out of school already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, fuck, what the fuck? Nigga, I wanted to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was going to be a rapper, bro. I was going to be a millionaire. Hey, bro. Uh, um, side note, my dad used to always be like, son, I used to be walking out. Because my dad's a mechanic. You know, every Mexican fucking dad is a mechanic, a fucking body man. Right? Every Mexican dad. Uh, he was out there fixing the cars. He used to be out there. I used to be... Passing by my fresh, and she's like, Come here, son. Come stay right here. I'm gonna show you how to change the oil, do this. I'm like, Dad, fuck that shit. I'm about to be rich, <laughs> motherfucker. I ain't, about to, I ain't about to show me shit. I'm gonna pay for that shit when I get older. And nowadays, I wish I know how to. I don't know how to change the oil for shit. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah, the Gotta side. take it or want myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Mr. Car Wash, like a fucking dumb. I'm the only uh, Mexican dude at Mr. Car Wash getting my shit, my oil changed and shit, because I don't know how to do it. Uh, but anyway, that's a side note. Um, yeah, so Chingo hit me up and he's like, Hey bro, what you what you doing? You ain't doing nothing like musically? And I'm like, mm -mm, I ain't doing shit. I'm just freestyling in the hood, making little mixtapes and shit. He's like, Come fuck with me. Let's 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 just try to do something. I said, All right. So I went and met up with him and he's like, What can we do? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to be down, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, I got this this I told him the whole story, Chopaholics. I was fucking with them, you remember? This label got involved that I used to be signed with. They fucked it all over because they think I'm still signed with them. He's like, he's like, let me see that contract. Let me send it to my lawyers and let me see what what, what it is really and what we can do. So I gave him the little copy of the bullshit contract. He sent it to his lawyer at the time. And uh, they looked it over and they're like, this is bullshit. This is a bullshit contract. You were 17 underage uh, when you signed it. You know what I'm saying? You had no parent, yeah. no parent there. And your boy was 16. Me and my boy, like I said, I was 17. He was 16. You're underage when you signed it. So it has no legal in court. He can't hold up. So blah, blah, fuck them. You know, do what the fuck you want. So the whole yeah. time they fucked me over with all this shit. And really, if I had if I had the the 
money or whatever to to even or some, anything. If I knew any, any of, yeah, yeah. anything about that, I would have been like, that ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? I would have told Kool-Aid and overdoses, that ain't shit. Don't I was underage, damn Yeah, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I did I did sign that fucking, because I did. I signed the fucking contract. You know what I mean? So after Chingo got his lawyers involved, he was like, how can we um move forward with us, like do something? I was like, bro, I'm about to have a baby. Or I had a baby. I don't remember. About to have a baby, I need money, bro. I can't just come fuck with you. I got to work or something. You yeah, know what I'm saying so. I had um started working for Chingo. I was working in his um. He had a a house that was turned into like his, it was basically his headquarters for his company. He was pressing CDs, burning CDs, doing all this shit. We had a studio. He had all the shit like at a house on the south side yeah. on Woodridge, and I started working for him. I started working in the house. I was pressing up fucking CDs, burning CDs, printing labels. Um, making shirts, I was yeah, fucking doing all that he shit. Did so everything. yeah, I was in the fucking house working like a nine to five um, as Chingo, just so I can be involved. You know what I mean? Kind of because I, I was like, I can't be no fucking intern. I can't be. I can't. I got to need some <laughs> money, bro. So if you can guarantee me, you can break me off a check every week, then I we can fuck. I can fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Because I need money. So he gave me like I don't know, was it two hundred a week or something? Two fifty a week was I was making. Yeah. He was writing me checks. Like his little personal check here every fucking Friday, just so I can bring home to my girl and my baby, have some money. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was doing that. I was that's how I, I got started with Chingo, and then he was like, eventually, you know what I'm saying? I had I, all that time I was recording music at his studio, grinding after I work after I was working pressing CDs back into the studio. You know what I'm saying? Straight to the studio, recording myself. Leaving my little space in the front so I could push record, run to the fucking <laughs> booth in the closet, and then the yeah. beat drops, and then I start rapping. You know what I mean? I was recording myself and dropping my own shit, and then Eddie would come in later, Eddie Deville, yeah, and mix all that shit. And I'd be like, "Shit, I dropped like ten tracks yesterday or whatever." You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, "I got you." But we throw a little quick mix on all that shit. So that's how I got started. That's with how Chingo. you got started with Chingo. Okay, um, so we knew about Stunner when. Oh, I can't remember the name of that track that you you put out a, a track with Chingo, but it was by yourself. Of course, my mind's gonna go blank. But anyways, a track with Chingo. Now your first track that you dropped as Chingo's artist, so to speak. Uh, fly, was it? I'm fly. I think so. You had a music video for yeah. that. One, it was like the Back to the Future shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you had Athena on there, and it, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, was this? At this point, you were already involved as far as being an artist with Chingo. Were you still like behind the scenes as well, doing the shirts, doing the CDs? At that time, no. I was full on. So after all that shit, once I started recording a lot and making my own shit, and I was ready to drop a mixtape, and he was like, all right, man, I want you to go on tour with me. I was like, cool. I go on tour with you, but... That means I can't do this shit no more, right? Yeah. And he's like, nah. He's like, and I'm like, well, shit, I still need to get paid though. He's like, nah, I got you. He's like, I got you. I'm gonna get you a little percentage of every show, blah blah blah. It's like, you know, we we came to a little a deal or agreement or whatever. Like, I'm gonna get a, this much percentage of every show that I do. I'm gonna be his hype man or whatever. Be on the road like a little roadie or whatever. So, I turned into that. So I was like, his hype man. Yeah. Well, I eventually make my way up to that i was his hype man like his second hand man i was the second person you know it was chingo yeah. and me you know what i mean so i made my way up to that but i was just like going the road be like a roadie or whatever and fucking carry bags or do what the fuck i had to yeah. do um but yeah so 
I went to that. So I wasn't doing the printing of CDs. So I, I worked my way up to that once I started releasing my own shit, making money off of that. Because at the time, you know, remember CD sales and, yeah. and fucking all that shit was lit. Motherfuckers was really buying physical CDs. Yeah. So we was pressing them up. They hired whoever the fuck else to do that shit now. It's and, not my problem <laughs> no It more. ain't my problem. You press up a thousand of these motherfuckers, you yeah. know what I'm saying, a day. And print labels, you know what I'm saying? Fucking, remember them CD towers and shit? Yeah. Fucking CD burner towers. We had like five of them. The five, whatever the CD, boop, 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 burning CD. Killing it, man. That's it, bro. I was doing that shit all day long for Chingo shit. Of course, yeah. his motherfucking shit was selling like hotcakes. You know yeah. what I mean? But so then we started, and then Eddie DeVille's mixtapes. I was doing all that, all Eddie, the labels Eddie. and shit for that. Spring break and all that shit. So yeah, so I moved, I worked my way up to Chingo's Hype Man or whatever, his second man. And I would open up for Chingo and then hype his show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now I kind of worked my way up to that and to be my own artist well, on the label. What was it like? Because obviously, you know, you came out there with a completely different style than Chingo, like completely right, right. different style. That was style. crazy. So how, how was it? Because you actually, in a way, actually complimented each other because yeah. here we had your, your serious street verse. And then here you come Chingo talking about foil grills and ostrich boots. And, yeah, and I think... I think sometimes because we were all doing that shit, like you know how Chingo first came out, it was mostly like comedy, yeah, rap, comedy rap. I don't know what he would call it, but like it was some dope shit, and it was a it, he was in his own little niche, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And um, he was doing his own, he was in his own lane, like nobody could fuck with him, nobody. But then he kind of got some street motherfuckers involved as far as the rap goes me i was in there heavy lucky and all these other fuckers that was really in there rapping about street shit and chingo can fucking rap yeah. you know what i'm saying he ain't just about funny shit all the time he can fucking rap his ass off you know what i'm saying he's a he's a fucking student of the of the music of the game you know what i'm saying he knows all the shit all this h town shit you know what i'm saying so he would come in there and then he would kind of switch his style i don't know if he would switch his style so much as try to like you know what I'm saying? Go to this lane a little bit. He would go yeah. over a little bit sometimes. Especially when his album dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would go up to the more rappy shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I think that that was kind of like a turning point sometimes in his, in his shit, in his music. In a bad way? Not in a bad way. No, hell no. Nah. Okay, okay. Maybe he got away from the what... To, to being considered a comedian, yeah, to rapper. be committed, and then they okay, okay, I get to, you. For I him to you. people take him serious as far yeah. as rapping goes, you know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't just about him going in there. It's like look, you ever what you watch the the little dicky shit. All right, so he's supposed to be like some comedian or whatever, and if people don't. He's like his whole sh shit is his whole spiel is like people don't take him serious as a rapper because he's also funny. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But this motherfucker got bars, but people don't take him serious. They see him as a, a comedian, comedian more. rapper. But that's I feel like Chingo was the same way. Like people didn't take him serious as far as rapping, but motherfucker got bars. You know what I mean? He can yeah. come in there and spit with the best of us. Like so, that's I kind of when he got on the track with us, he was like, "All right, I gotta spit. I can't just come in here talking about with, some with funny, all oh, yeah. funny dumb shit." You know what I'm saying? But he would also sprinkle in that funny shit. That's what that's what set him that's apart. That's what he, yeah, that's what made him different, man. Mm -hmm. Um, so this whole experience, man, because like you said, you started with this little label. You started, you know, getting getting your feet wet with the Chopaholics, mm -hmm. and then you eventually got with Chingo, and and you know the rest is history because we know what happened with that. You guys started. Something like y'all were dropping a mixtape a fucking month, it felt like. Hell yeah, hell yeah, because motherfuckers was buying this shit. So we <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And then you would be, like you said, on Top of Holics, Eddie DeVille's mixtapes, you would be on, on Lucky's mixtapes. Mm -hmm. How was that whole experience being, like you just said, a kid with 
shy behind the bus chilling to actually being out here on tour right. getting people feeling you having yeah, fans man. that was crazy it was it was the best it was probably the best time of my life as far as music goes you know what i'm saying that was like some of the best shit that i had been through like imagine hank being around like some of these people were, was like idols to me when i was growing up lucky yeah. i used to look up to this motherfucker fucking north side dude um, Mexican dude, you know what I'm saying? Like fucking spitting that raw shit, you know what I'm saying? Him, Lil Bing, these motherfuckers was my idols, you know what I'm saying? Growing yeah. up. Um, so imagine being around these motherfuckers, like I was like in awe at the same time, starstruck that I was even with these motherfuckers, but I know I could I could hold my own, you know what I'm saying, as far as the rapping goes and yeah. as far as my star power went, you know what I'm saying? Cause motherfuckers was requesting me or, you know what I'm saying, buying my shit just as much, you know what I mean, at that yeah. time. So I was like, "Fuck yeah, I can. This is where I need to be. This is where I, can, I belong." So yeah, did you ever have a moment to where you were like, "Like, damn, this is it." Like, maybe when you got on stage, I don't know, Flatline, or I don't mm -hmm. know if you were ever on stage on Flat with Flatline, yeah, yeah. but, but just a moment that you you sat there or you stood there and you were like, "Like, bro, this shit is." Like this is life. Like yeah, I, yeah. I'm it was, doing it. Was, it was almost damn near every weekend, bro. When I was on stage with these motherfuckers, we would go do fucking car shows in fucking Cali and fucking you know what I'm saying L.A. and all these little surrounding cities. Big ass fucking car shows. You had uh, you, we talking about uh, MC Magic and all these yeah. motherfuckers. You talk whatever. You know what I'm saying. All these big motherfuckers. Baby Bash. You know what I'm saying. Pitbull. Like fucking yeah, big motherfuckers. Pitbull a lot too. Yeah, we back, did, back in the day. Uh, Pitbull and Chingo are like really close homies. Water too, something right now. Yeah, they just they're just moving in. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're moving stuff in. I don't know if I don't even know if that's theirs. I just I was like, what the fuck is this? Like I don't represent none of this shit. <laughs> yeah, so Chingo and Pit Pitbull. Chingo and Pit Pitbull are like really close homeboys, um, so we used to do a lot. We used to open up a lot for him and all the shit. And he and he got us. He got Chingo involved in a lot of the tours that he did. Yeah. Like we um we were involved in um Jose Cuervo. They sponsored some whenever reggaeton was hot. They did yeah. like some shit, and we went on tour with them and blah blah blah. So yeah, we opened up for a lot of big motherfuckers, man. And and all every like I said, every night when I was on stage, and there was thousands of people out there. Screaming for Chingo or screaming for whoever the fuck they were there to see. Yeah. Obviously, they weren't there to see us, but we just so happened to be there. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but that shit was crazy. And, and people would love it. People love Chingo. People and eventually love love me. I guess yeah. you know what I'm saying. But so every night it was like I was in all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Thousands of people just screaming, buying your shit, wanting autographs. So in 2000, 2005. 2006, I think that's around the time the first Nalf album dropped. Yeah, around that. Am I saying Nalf right? I got on my ass the other day for saying it. How you say it? saying it right. How you say it? <laughs> <laughs> you say Nalf. 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 It's Nalf. 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 Like that's, that's how you say it. But Nalf. Off. But Nalf. Nalf side. Nalf side. Yeah, I don't even sound right. Off. Nalf. I've been saying it wrong so long, Nalf. it don't even sound right. Nah, so yeah. I think that's around the time that, that one, the first one dropped. Yeah, part um, one. I was just graduating high school at the time. Mm -hmm. Whose idea was it to come up with this project? Shit. Because it was you, it was Chingo. Eddie's. No, it was you. And me and Lucky. Lucky. You and Lucky. On the, the was, all white cover. Yeah, it was Eddie's, um, Eddie DeVille's idea, I believe. 
Um, we were already, like I said, we was always in the studio, always dropping shit, was always recording. All we did was jack beats every day. And, yeah. And Eddie, of course, Eddie DeVille at the time, he was like a big time DJ. Um, and they would send him shit, send him new records, send him new um, singles with instrumentals, and we just wrecked the motherfuckers. He like, I got a new one from Jeezy. I got a new one from this dude. I got a new one from Lil Wayne. We're like, let's go. So we was constantly in the studio just wrecking. Yeah. And Ching- and Lucky was around a lot. I don't know what was going. Something was going on internally with his with this dope house with the deal that yeah. he had in place. So he was like fucking with us heavy, fucking with Chingo heavy. Um, I think they wanted to sign, Chingo wanted to sign him or whatever, but I don't know if it ever planned out the way they really wanted to. But anyway, he was fucking with us heavy at that time, like constantly. So we was always in the studio, um, dropping shit. And, and and Eddie, I think, believe he probably put the idea out there. Let's just put a tape with y'all two motherfuckers. Yeah, y'all both. Offsiders, you know what I'm saying? Did you ever think the shit was gonna take off the way it is? Because man, up to up to nine, we just talked about how last time I talked to you was 2000, whatever, like eight years ago, whatever. That's around the time the last one came. No, last one came out probably like five, six years ago, maybe. Yeah, remember 2015 is what we talked about yeah. when my IG was popping. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the last time that dropped, yeah. and people are still asking for the next one. Did when when looking back at that, did you guys ever think this shit was gonna be that that nah, big of a deal? Nah, nah. I didn't know it was gonna be like that because. I knew I knew it was gonna be hot just because it was lucky. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Motherfuckers love lucky, and uh, I was on it, so I was like, "Yeah, motherfuckers gonna buy this shit." You know what I'm saying? It's gonna make me. It's gonna make me hot. (laughs) (laughs) So I knew that, but at the time, I didn't know what it was. What it was gonna turn into, like a series or anything. Nah, I ain't think that. Cause man, again, as in in a fan perspective, at least my opinion. You complimented Chingo because, like I said, you would get Chingo and then you would come in with a completely different style. But then when you and Lucky got together and would drop tracks together, bro, that shit was dope. Yeah. Like, like it was a completely different, that kind of entertainment we didn't have since SPM had gone to jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it had mm-hmm. already been, what, 10 years? Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. Um, so... Thing, the second one's when Coast got in there, right? Right, then we got Coast involved. And I know you had a song... I don't remember the name of the song. I don't remember where it came from. But I know you had a song where you basically talk about the story of you and you talk about how, you know, here I came and Coast was probably like, this dude's taking food off my plate, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was from you, right? Like you did. Yeah, I think, yeah, I remember. I can't remember what song mm-hmm. it is, but but I, I, it was something like that. Um, did you ever feel like that? Like as far as... Obviously, you guys were cool, but did it, did it ever feel any sort of competition amongst you guys? Or nah, the only thing, the only competition there ever was was like we wanted to wreck and we wanted to wreck each other. Right? Yeah. It wasn't never no. Nah, we was all trying to get it at the same time. We was all trying to get money. It was we knew that we knew by that point when we dropped off two, we already knew what it could do, right? Because off one had already exploded or whatever in a, on a level that it was and we were like Nov 2 is going to be even bigger because we're bringing Coast in and then Coast was going through whatever he was going through with his little label shit so he yeah. had joined so it was like at that time bro whenever the the shit was really popping popping because it was like Chingo of course he's the head of the shit I was already deep in it because I had been with him since yeah. the beginning Flatline was always involved with us um we had um who else of course Lucky R.P. Um, the flatline too. Yeah, R.P. Flatline, the big bro. Um, 
and uh, and Coast had came over. It was like fuck, fucking super group. You know what I'm saying? Like if we had done like a fucking super group album or mixtape, that shit would have been so live yeah. at that time. I don't know why we didn't do that or why we nobody thought of it or whatever. But we was everybody was doing their own thing, I guess. But um, yeah. So when we bought Coast in and we did not too, it was like we know this shit gonna be popping. We was recording at Eddie's house constantly. We was just like staying over there all day, getting fucked up, drinking, smoking. And dropping shit, and we knew that shit was gonna be live. But nah, there wasn't no as far as like competition. Like, oh fuck this motherfucker. There was never no heat. Never, was never yeah. nothing like that. It was just like I would come in there. Lucky had already been there, and Eddie would be like, "Shit, which one you want to jump on?" Lucky did this one. He would let me hear. I was like, Shh, "Lucky wrecked that shit. Don't, 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 I gotta go hard on this bitch. <laughs> I gotta do something. You know what I'm saying? Or Coast did a hook for this or this and that. I'm like, oh, that shit is fire. Let me. Yeah. Write some dope. So we always brought the best out of each other, I feel. I don't know. It's just crazy. And then when it turned, when we did an off three, it was like, we got to go hard. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you guys had a lot of dope ass tracks. One of my favorite tracks, like favorite, favorite, because it was more like on a personal level for all of you guys, was a track, uh, Hanging On. It was Coz, you and Chingo. Yeah. Uh, on Chingo, Chingo's album, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of my favorites, too. That was um, produced by... Salil was his name. You know the dude that did all this shit for Mike Jones, like all his some dude, some Got rapper. Yeah, so he's a he's like a real dope um, producer. But yeah, it was I want to say the dude's name was Salil or Khalil, some something like that. Dude, I don't know. I'm not good with names, but uh, he was like this big time uh, producer. He produced a lot of the uh, Mike Jones shit when he yeah. Mike Jones head was hot, and uh, we was in Austin, and and Chinga was. I would go with all his studio sessions and shit, just hang back. You know, I was just the dude that was always there, like a yeah. goon, you know what I mean? Uh, so I was there all the time, and uh, we was in the lab, and they were, he produced that bitch on the spot, and Chingo went in there. Uh, no, Lucky was, uh, I'm sorry, Coast was Coast. there, and Coast had dropped that hook. and we was Fucking like, beautiful hook, Yeah, bro. bro, it was like, fuck, this fuck. shit gonna get serious, you know what I mean? That shit gonna get deep, and, and, and that was like one of the points where, one of the things that we talked about earlier, like Chingo had to, Come to that other yeah. level. It wasn't Chingo Bling no more. It was fucking the yeah. Chingo the rapper, or you know what I'm saying. He came in there with them fucking heat, and we was all like, "All right, so we're gonna do this." So we went in there. And spit what we Your spit. verse, man, it, man. Let me tell you something about that verse. That's the only at the time I had. I don't know if y'all, y'all ever seen the documentary Fade to Black with um, Jay, the Jay Z doc. Nah. When he um, made that his album, the Black album. Nah. All right, well you gotta watch that shit. Um. I was heavy in that bitch, right? I was heavy into that into that album, like it was. I mean, to that 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 documentary, it had really like inspired me to, to like do music and shit. It was like in the studio, cause it's like behind the scenes shit of how he made the black album with all his producers and he's in there writing. Well, not writing, but he's in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause he didn't write, so I ain't write that verse. I just spit no it. shit. Yeah, I just was in my head writing it, cause I was like, I'm gonna be like fucking Jay Z. Let me see if I can do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I did it. That was the only time I ever did it because I was that shit was hard as fuck. You know what I mean? But I was in my head because. But it all came natural. All that sh- every word came, every yeah. bar came out natural. So it came out easy. It was easy for me to um, recite it, memorize it, and spit it. Get it out there, and then go and record it. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that's one of my favorite ones too. Yeah, that's a dope ass, dope ass track all together, man. Like I said, you know the hook, your verse, Chingo is a completely different. Like you said, different version of Chingo it was not the. The ostrich boots, fucking foil grills, chingos, right. like a serious chingo. I mean, the whole album, I think, like you said, that's around the time he started trying to push a different, um, more serious chingo. Like, yeah. like, hey, I'm not a comedian. A like, I can actually he was rap. Rapping, yeah, because you know at mean? that time, he, 
Yeah, it was he was uh he was already signed to yeah. Asylum. Asylum, and, yeah. yeah. Um if we can talk about this, we'll take it off. But are no, you good? As a person on on in the outside looking in, when Asylum when when Chingo's album came out, there was always all there was always all this there's people moving in next door. Uh, <laughs> there was always. <laughs> anyway, so so whenever uh, Chingo signed with Asylum, there was all these little things that for a while it was starting to seem like uh, publicity stunts. Y'all were getting all them death threats and shit for the whole. No, they came for real. To, that they came was, to port us all shit. Yeah, that shit was that shit was real. All that shit was real. Like he got a lot of fucking death threats all the time, constantly and. People they shot up him. his taco shop. Yeah, and they shit. shot his taco, his little taco truck yeah. that he had. Um, it was like that was yeah, like a promotional truck. thing. Uh, it was like a taco truck that he just parked places. He just he painted it with the logo and shit, right? They can't yeah. afford it, and then he just go park it somewhere for like promo and shit. And yeah, they shot it up. I think they stole it or, or whatever. And I oh, used to shit. drive his. I used to um, um, drive his um, suburban. I don't know if you remember his suburban yeah. that was wrapped. Had like my face on one side, all my shit and his shit on one side, on spinners and shit. And anyway, I used to drive that bitch around. It used to be like my get around vehicle. And they stole that motherfucker and they fucking ransacked that bitch and tore it the fuck up. And I was when I was driving it. Yeah. They stole it. You know what I mean? Because so, see, again, and it, it just seemed as it was too much happening. It was like, man, is this really happening or is this like a publicity? Nah, publicity that shit is real. Stunt? That shit was real. That shit was real. Like everywhere we went, we saw that shit though. Not only like um, like from a distance, we saw that shit up up close when yeah. we would go places. People really mad about yeah, the whole they came to really Portis mad about shit. that shit because we would go everywhere, bro. Like there's Mexicans everywhere, right? Yeah. And no matter where the fuck you name it, you name the city and state, there's Mexicans there, bro. Because yeah. everybody needs fucking people that work, yeah. right? <laughs> so there's a little Mexican town somewhere in your favorite fucking city. No matter in Atlanta, there's hella Mexicans in fucking Michigan. There's hella Me- Mexicans in fucking I used to New wear, York. I used to pick blueberries in Michigan. Yeah, in New, yeah, in, in Michigan yeah. for real. Yeah, in Michigan, we used to, we used to go to Michigan all the time. For, for, uh, there's fucking hella Mexicans. Grand Rapids and Holland, Michigan. Yeah, Grand a lot Rapids. Of Mexicans, like a, hell yeah, we used to. They used to have like big Mexican parades and shit. We go yeah. performing that shit like all the time. So anyway, like we used to go to all these cities where. You wouldn't think there was hella Mexicans, and there would be people hating, of course, you know, white people or whatever. We're riding around, flaunting that shit. You got Chingo with fucking cowboy boots and fucking cowboy hat <laughs> walking yeah. around, and we're walking around with Mexican shit on or whatever. And of course, we're Mexicans. We're in that fucking town eating at IHOP or whatever the fuck, you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, so we see we saw that shit all the time. It's everywhere, bro. Yeah. It ain't changed. I, I think, you know, we were talking about this, obviously a different perspective, but we we're talking about about what's happening now. You know, we're not going to get too much into it. Right, right, right. But um, we were talking how we see it a lot more nowadays. Obviously, social media was big, but it wasn't as big as it is now. Because at the time, it was MySpace, but we didn't have right, right. we didn't have the Snapchats. Love we MySpace. didn't have going live. See Pixel. See. <laughs> boy, you should have seen my C Pixel page, boy. That <laughs> shit was Fire. That's throwback right there. A lot of people don't know about you know about C Pixel. Really, and, and you're only like five years younger than us. C Pixel. C Pixel. C Pixel was fire. It was C Pixel then MySpace. Yeah, C Pixel was first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was dope. But but yeah, but it's, it's, they didn't have like all the going live and live streaming like they do now. Yeah. Um. So so again, you know, you you started Chingo Blim picked you up from the Chopper Hot or picked you up from from the other label after you found out that label was the contract was trash. It, it wasn't it wasn't nothing they could do. 
Um, if you if you don't mind talking about it, what happened? Why the breakup with Chingo? What? Man, let me see. Let me see. Well, I think he's he he was trying to go a different direction. Um, as far as because uh, all the the like I said, he had went deep into that rap shit, right? And he was trying to do some whatever he was trying to do. He was trying to change change shit up, and he had cut ties with a lot of the um the team that had that was involved in all that shit. I don't really don't know what what his reasons were, but I'll just tell you what happened yeah. at that time. Like he cut ties with a lot of people. Um and it wasn't he never like said, I ain't fucking with you no more or whatever to me. But we did kind of like mutually be like, all right, I'm gonna go do my shit, whatever you do your shit. And and I guess I don't know, I don't know. Really don't know. Like he was trying to he was going in a different direction. He felt like he he needed to go in a different direction. He felt like whatever team he had around him at the time wasn't um taking him to his full potential yeah. or whatever. I don't know. Whatever his personal reasons were for that. But it just happened. It was mutual though. It was all mutual. It was never no, no He's actually more of a comedian now though. He, now yeah, I talked really... to him the other day actually. He yeah. called me. He called me the other day. Well, I hit him up through IG when I got back on and then uh, he was, I said, like, give me your number because I ain't even had his number uh, more recently. And he hit me up. He we called he called me and we talked about just regular shit, family yeah. and whatever the fuck was going on. And all the shit he got going on right now. He's doing all the comedy shit. Yeah. That's just dope, man. That's what he. I feel like that's his true calling, though. You know what I'm saying? Because he yeah. was always a funny motherfucker. You know, what he's mean? so smart, man. Like, yeah. this dude can really do whatever the fuck he wants, bro. Shit, you sit down and talk with this dude. Like, he's probably one of the smarter, smarter people I ever met. You know and, what I mean? And see, I don't think a lot of people know this, but Chingo Bling's been around before the boots and stuff. You can see Chingo Bling on some of the old music videos, like the Shut Them Down music video to the grave. The guy that gets pushed down, mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't know that's Chingo Bling, yeah. the one that gets thrown in the trunk. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I remember when I, first, when I first got into music and a lot of people were like, yeah, Chingo Bling been around. Like when SPM was doing his thing, Chingo Bling was out there. He wasn't yeah. Chingo Bling. Yeah, yeah. But the dude's smart. Like he's soaked up a lot of, and you even mentioned it earlier. Like he's got a lot, he knows his history about Ace yeah, Sound music yeah. and he, he knows his way around music. Mm hmm. So to see the fact that he 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 took this music level to a completely to his music shit to a completely different level because after SPM we we didn't have anybody of that caliber right why huh why the question is why why didn't we why didn't and but Chingo almost <laughs> yeah. took it there yeah you know what I mean and and he took you know his idea and brought you guys with it mm-hmm. which I thought is something we're lacking as far as why. You know, to kind of answer your question, why hasn't yeah. the SPM thing Chingo, happened? Yeah, at the time, Chingo's, like, his his whole game plan was, like, I'm going to pull all the best rappers, Max, Mexican rappers I know, and I want them on my team, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm going to push them. He was going to use his platform to help us and take us on tour with him and let us open up and do shows and all this shit. So, at the time, that's what he was trying to do. Maybe he didn't do it to the best that he could or maybe yeah. we didn't do our part or whatever i don't know but it didn't why it didn't uh, pan out the way we wanted it to at the in the end why the results weren't the results were kind of there right because obviously everybody got popular off the shit and everybody made their money and blah 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 but why we didn't get to that level that success level that spm had or other people um i don't know but you know what I'm saying we were given the opportunities because yeah. chingo we were on tour with chingo three four nights a week you know and, I mean? and you guys had your name yourself. Like, like yeah, Chingo Bling was yeah. the reason. But everybody knew Stunner. Everybody knew Lucky. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew the whole Nauf, Nauf yeah. Yeah. city. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was everybody a, knew Flat. Everybody you know I mean? knew Coz. It was a movement knew. itself. What do you think was 
lacking that 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 was gonna help you guys take that next to the next level to where I, mean, I don't know if there was anything lacking, but you know, during all that shit, during all that shit, we were selling physical copies. I think what fucked the game up was whenever all that um, illegal shit. Illegal pirating and shit, all that shit started yeah. happening. Motherfuckers weren't buying CDs no more. Myself. Yeah. Kaza, <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah, Kaza, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? No motherfuckers weren't buying CDs no more. And that was like our main uh, resource. I told you I was in there, bitch, burning CDs all day. Yeah. And uh, when it came to a point, motherfuckers weren't doing that. And and that was like the the gray area from what we had, where we're at now, right? We're at where with all the streaming yeah. shit. That was the great, the gray area. Like the oh shit, we don't. What the fuck do we do? Uh, uh, how is this gonna go? Metallica suing Napster, and uh, yeah. are we gonna fight this shit so we can go back to what we used to do? Are we gonna try to find a way to, you know, what I'm saying, fit in? Uh, what are we gonna? That was that little gray area time, yeah. and some of us were like, shit, I don't have time to wait. You know what I'm saying? Some of us were like. I gotta go do my own thing. I go get money over here. Do, 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 do. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like scramble time at that at that point, whenever the 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 physical copies and all that shit died out. You know, I was like, you know, I'm always about getting money, bro. I can't be broke. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if I ain't getting money, if we ain't getting money this way, we ain't getting money that way, I gotta go do something else. I gotta go get me a job. I gotta go do something. I can't just yeah. sit it. I ain't the type of dude that's gonna sit at home. Be broken, waiting for some, wait for opportunity. You know, I gotta go do something. So at that point, I was like, all right, we ain't doing this. Well, give me a job. So <laughs> why, why did you stop doing? Like, did you lose your love for it? Was nah, it more of a? It was just like I needed money, bro. Like it was straight up always about. So bootlegging is what basically did it. Like bootlegging fucked over the game. And at the time, I don't know who did I tell this to. I was telling, I was telling Krim when he texted me the other day. I was like, I fucked over a lot of money. So I was getting paid back back yeah. in the day. You know what I'm saying? So that boys had fucking show yeah, every fucking real, week, and fr- Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so T night from, on Thursday. Yeah, I went from making two hundred a week or whatever with Chingo, burning CDs to being an actual artist, getting paid for people buying my shit, yeah. uh, physical copies. They were selling them for however the fuck that much. I was getting my little percentage. And shirts and whatever the fuck else and show money. Y'all had and, the, all the merch, boy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I was getting I was we were dropping mixtape, like you said, every month. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers was really buying that shit. So I was getting paid. I was getting money, you know what I'm saying? Uh thousands and thousands of dollars. I was just blowing it. I blew it. I blew it all on stupid shit. Clothes and fucking jewelry yeah. and fucking going out and taking bitches out and going. <laughs> Fucking off of shit with my boys, buying bottles and going to the clubs and do 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 do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thousands. Y'all, of- y'all used to roll deep. Yeah, yeah. We always roll deep. You lucky I ain't here with ten motherfuckers today. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, uh, sit them on the floor and shit. Yeah, but uh, I just blew a lot of money. When when looking back in hindsight, I should have invested that shit in myself. You know what I'm saying? I should have yeah. came up with a plan to um, get my shit popping, get a studio going, um, get. My own merch, my own this, and I didn't. I just fucked it all over. So. But I mean, it ain't it ain't too late because nah. Nowadays, bro. you don't need them thousands of dollars to do that yeah. shit. You don't need thousands of dollars nowadays to push yourself because of nah. social media, right? Yeah. And you, I got a laptop and a microphone. I could record myself now. Back then, you needed the whole setup. Needed, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I was like, "Fuck, what am I do? You know, I ain't got a fucking inbox. I don't even know where to get an inbox. I don't know where to fucking get a microphone, a good yeah. microphone." You need hundreds of dollars to buy you a good microphone, and, a good laptop, whatever. And you know what's crazy? Like, I, I gave up on music very, 
very quickly. I lost my love <laughs> yeah. for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I did it for maybe. That actually did well, it. Well, your love for making music. My Not love your for love making, for music. Yeah, my love for making music. <laughs> it, it ended quickly. But I remember whenever I, I, I got uh, Frank Compound Films mm-hmm. to, to, re, uh, to record one of my music videos, mm-hmm. he was like, hey, man, where you record this song at? I said, at my house. I said, at your house? I said, yeah. You got that quality from your house. <laughs> I said, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Like man, and at the time I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, "What's the big fucking deal?" Yeah. Like, I think I'm pretty smart with this shit, right? <laughs> and I look into it now. It goes back to what you said. It, it, it wasn't that easy to get mm-hmm. good quality back from then, your house. Nah, hell no. Nah. You know what I mean? Well, maybe it was that easy, but we didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Because so I mean, saying. I didn't capitalize. I could have been charging people to record yeah, at the house, yeah. and I didn't capitalize nah, on it because I was just kind of like, ah, "It's just for me." My mindset was, I need all this shit. To record, I don't have the funds. Yeah. I don't have the space. I don't have the money. So that's what I felt like. I was like, fuck. I was fucked. Yeah. I, I I've always been lucky in a way of my parents that always supported me. So at the time mm. when I was recording from the house, we had a room attached to the house that it was like an extra room. And it was like, hey, dad, in Spanish, <laughs> like, bye, can I, can I use that room? See me cool. And I was like, shit. And that was my, my studio. That's where I used to record. Yeah, that's where I used to record all my shit at. dope. Um. So so obviously, you just say you fucked off a lot of money. Mm. Besides that, is there anything you regret from the whole experience that you wish you could have done, or you just wish could have done different? Um. Nah, man. Besides that, it was just that. It was just like I, that. I should have invested in myself, really. Yeah. And it was not as far as music goes. Nah, I don't regret nothing, or wish I could have done anything different. Wish I should. I wish I could have did more. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could have did more music with these dudes. I wish I could have continued yeah. that shit. That what we had going on. I wish I could have um, elevated to where we wanted it to be. But no regrets as far as like. I uh, wish I should have did something different or not. Yeah. Nah, that shit was all. That shit was live and all that shit was a blessing, bro. To even be a part of that, like history. That part, that little part of history for whatever that little span of five years or whatever it was. It was like a blessing, bro. Because, like I said, it's been years, man. People still waiting for that part four of yeah. now CD. Now I keep four. saying it wrong. Now four, <laughs> now four. It may be coming. You know what I'm saying? My brother's finna drop um, now for life. Yeah. Uh, he's 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 a troll. My brother's a troll, by the way. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're watching this, clever, but you're a fucking troll. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna name it now four, and mother. Well, it's gonna really be now for life, and motherfuckers gonna think it's now for yeah. this, this, this. I'm like, bitch, you stupid! Like, don't do that. <laughs> hey, uh, smart though, man. Yeah, he's smart. Yeah. Nah, he's smart as fuck. Uh, he's another one. He's he's another one of those people. Like, there's only a handful of people that are like you meet in your life that you come across that are like smart as fuck, and he's one of them. He's one of those smart motherfuckers. Like, you sit yeah. down and talk with this dude, like you'd be like, you're a rapper. You know what I'm saying? You need to be the CEO of some company, my nigga. Yeah. <laughs> See, I chopped it up with him the other day, man. And I'm not going to talk about it too much on camera, but I get I threw him an idea. Yeah. And we talked about it. And then the whole COVID-19 bullshit happened. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we never executed on the idea. But, but I, and I told him for that same reason, I was like, you know, and I'm telling you this, bro, I want to do this with you because mm-hmm. I feel like you're smart. Mm-hmm. First of all, you know, obviously you're not going to talk to a bum person that's not smart and give them a good idea because you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, hit a wall. I said, and second of all, you're hungry, man. Like, I, I yeah. know you are. You know what I mean? 
So so yeah, I, I fuck with Clever man. It, it, yeah. He's 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 a little reckless, a little wild, but, yeah, but that's <laughs> but that's just us. That's just you know how I was back in the day. Yeah. Like I talked to Krim about this shit the other day too. Like that's just the way we are, me and him. You know what I'm saying? That's just in our blood. That we get that from our dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're just like I don't give a fuck. Du, 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 du. You know what I'm saying? You want to do, let's do. You know what I'm saying? We go. But yeah. we also some smart motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? We're strategic about our shit. You know what I'm saying? We're real. We're, uh, line our shit up. Yeah. Shit needs to be right. You know what I'm saying? But he he's on a different level than me. He's like smarter than me and more reckless than me. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. just smaller than me. <laughs> <laughs> he's just shorter than me. But he's yeah. he's he's smarter than me and he's more reckless than me. So he can put those things together and he's a fucking beast, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh there's um He he's he's the one that's put out a couple tracks with you on them. Were those recently recorded tracks that you did? Um, or were those like old verses? Which that, ones? Like uh, the- on SoundCloud, I can't remember the name of them, but he recently dropped one. Nike Chanclas? No, it wasn't Nike yeah, Chanclas. Yeah, Fila Chanclas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was, was probably a year ago. We did that, and I recorded it when he was with Street Science because uh, we were at their their um, yeah. studio. Uh, I remember recording that one at, at the Street Science yeah. studio. Yeah, so he when he was with Street Science, that had to be a year ago, I guess. Yeah. We recorded that one. Um, more recently, we did a couple other ones um, that we released on SoundCloud or whatever. But, yeah, we're working on the album, me and him. Oh, so, you, so there's a comeback. Yeah. Well, it ain't a comeback, it's bro. a comeback. It ain't a, a comeback. Come, don't call it a comeback. <laughs> it ain't a comeback, bro. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? The love for music is still there. Well, yeah, the love for music will always be there, bro, till I die. You know what I mean? Till I'm old and gray sitting there freestyling with my grandkids, grandkids. or whatever. You know what <laughs> I mean? But it's like, I know I still still got what it takes. You know what I mean? I can I can get in the studio or get with the sit down with the pen and pad and write some shit and keep up with Cause I hear this shit. I'm listening to everybody, bro. I'm listening to this new shit. Yeah. These new dudes, these new Mexican motherfuckers, these new cats that think they the hot shit. And I'm listening. I'm listening, bro. And I know that I still, I could still wreck these motherfuckers. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, like why not put out some music and just to show these, show these dudes, yeah. like you know what I'm saying. That's what Lucky does. You know what I'm saying. Lucky's out Lucky's here still, still wrecking motherfuckers, hard, bro. Boy. This motherfucker, what forty? Lucky's like a year or two older than yeah. me. But shit, he's still out here wrecking, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I can do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And me and my brother. And you've always that had I think you've always had that competitive thing about you. Cause from obviously I, I didn't know you on a personal level, but the times that I ran into you and, and just talking to you, you always seemed like you were that confident about yourself. Cause you always talk shit about these new rappers. And That's how, my favorite thing to do. Yeah. And that's my fa- that's my go to. Like as soon as I'm sitting down writing, I'm like, put a beat on, right? You motherfuckers suck. I'm better than y'all, <laughs> y'all motherfucker. <laughs> that's my first thing to go to, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But but yeah, that's just my competitive nature. And and one thing I think there was a, a ver- again. This goes back to old verse of yours when you said. Um, and, and when I listen to some of these new artists, I feel the same way. It's like these dudes are so trash, right. bro. And I remember. Your verse always comes to mind when you talk about how being real, being fake is the new real, or something like that. Who yeah, would have yeah. thought, or who would have knew, or something like that, yeah. or being fake is cool. Who would have knew? Yeah. I remember the lines you yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was, and so it's like you've always had that about like these dudes. See, like, that's I, that's still my that's still my thing. That's still that's still a problem that I have with these motherfuckers. Uh, I was talking about that who with my cousin the other day, um, yesterday, matter of fact. And that's still a problem that I have with these dudes. Like, bro, like, don't come in here faking the funk. Like, 
I ain't in here like me and you were talking like man to man, bro. I'm not I'm not putting on a persona for you. I'm not gonna fake my H Town slang. I'm not yeah. coming in here like, hey, bro, you know, blah, 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 blah. I ain't coming in here doing you that. Why would I do that? That ain't me. I'm just gonna talk to you like a man. And and this is how I talk, this is how I really talk. You know what I'm saying? When I'm when I'm with my people, when I'm with my boys, this is how I really talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and I don't like motherfuckers coming. Through that faking change shit, change. I don't like you yeah. going. Don't change your voice when you talking to me, and don't change your voice when you in the studio. Don't go yeah. in there. I'm. I talk to you like this. I ain't going in. Yeah, this is me talking in the rap. Is and when I flow, this the way I flow. Nah, fuck that, bro. Don't yeah. do that shit, bro. That's fake. That's fake as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You trying to whatever, whatever. Trying to eat off of some other dude's shit because some other dude rap that way, and. I feel like ever since SPM, SPM had that unique voice. And that was SPM's voice, though. You listen to interviews. You listen to him talk yeah, now. Yeah, that That's his little raspy voice yeah, that he had. Tyler, he was, yeah, he was was stuffed up. In yeah, the way. yeah, yeah. But that's the way he talked, yeah. though. That's the way he really talked. And that was just the uniqueness of his voice. And when he go to the mic and record and they put all this shit on it, it just came out that way. You know what yeah. I mean? But don't go in there trying to trying to replicate that shit, trying to do your own shit version of that, or not just trying to replicate SPM, but other rappers, you know what I'm saying? I feel like this shit happens a lot with Sauce Walker. Like, everybody's trying to be Sauce Walker because he's fucking fly as fuck. He goes in, yeah. he's, he got his own style, he got his own shit. Now all these motherfuckers want to be him, you know what I mean? It's crazy, bro. Like, I don't, that shit is fake to me, so, and I don't like fake shit. Speaking of that, it's almost kind of like what I was talking about with Krim. I released an interview with Krim last week, and we talked about how a lot of Houston artists don't have their own culture. Texas artists yeah, don't have their own culture. It goes back to that, because everybody's trying to be, oh, well, so-and-so made it with this. Let me you know, try to copy that style. And, and, and to take it back to the whole 2005 era when you guys were popping, mm-hmm. Chingo Bling had his own style. Like I said, then you came had your own style. Lucky has always had his player style. Like that's mm-hmm. that's lucky. Why do you think these other artists are not doing the same where they just create themselves instead of trying to sound like zero, trying know, to sound bro. like that's, you know that's my only problem with all these motherfuckers. That's my problem with these motherfuckers. Like, why not? Like and, and don't get it wrong. I got love for all these dudes. I want all these dudes to succeed. I want all these, I want to see all these dudes win. You know what I mean? But my problem with you and why I won't jam your music yeah. is because you ain't portraying yourself. You know what I mean? Are, yeah. yeah, you ain't being you. You know what I'm saying? Be you. Come up with your own shit and 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 reflect your people. You know what I mean? The the people you really hang with and how they talk, how they whatever the shit that you got y'all got going on. Yeah. Don't fucking come in there faking the funk and trying to be somebody else. And all you're doing is doing you're doing this dude's rap just your way. With your way. Yeah. <laughs> with your words. You know what I'm saying? You're doing that dude's rap with your words. Yeah. And, and, and just putting, taking that shit out, putting your name there, taking this <laughs> shit out, putting your boy's name there, putting your, taking his hood, putting your hood there. You know what I mean? And that's that's the shit. I don't mean, why? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But so, that's, the, that's the one thing that I love about, man. And then people will probably say that I'm biased because that's my brother, but that's the one thing that I love about his shit, bro. Like, he's him. He's, yeah, he don't give a fuck if you don't like his shit or not. Like he don't give a fuck if I don't like his shit or not. Me and him have constant arguments about his music. Like, take the, I'm like, bro, not nah, what? He's like, and he'll come 
give me a send me a paragraph this fucking long or why he needs to keep it that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't like that <laughs> shit. And he's like, well, I knew you were gonna say that because he's, I could just see him typing it. Up. I knew you were gonna say that, but Pauses. yeah, <laughs> but dot dot dot. This is the reason why I need to keep uh, like he, he he'll give me his whole spiel about how he needs to keep why he needs to keep it keep, that, keep way, that, that way and why he needs to do it that way and then we come to an agreement about. All right, all right, cool, whatever, bro. So how's it been like we're putting this project together with him? This new one? Yeah. Yeah, so because I told him uh, most most recently, if you notice, and I'm going to take all the credit, um, like a month ago, we had a conversation, and I was like, dude, because he's all over the place. This is his creative process, right? He's an artist. He goes and drops a verse. He goes and drops a hook. He goes and does he go over here and drop another hook, another verse, and send me 20 songs unfinished. I'm like... When are you going to do a project, bro? So we sat down and had this conversation because ever since he got um, his contract or whatever he released from um, Tree Science, I was yeah. like, when are you going to drop a project? It hasn't been. How long has it been since he dropped a, a real project? A year, two years? Longer than that, hasn't yeah, it? Maybe. So, like a full-on project? Maybe yeah. like three years, bro. Yeah, so I told him, when was the last time you dropped a project, bro? When was the last time you actually... Sat down and pushed his shit. I know he's in the studio. He's yeah. constantly in the studio. Yeah. He's always in the studio every other night. You know what I mean? So he's working. But when the last time you put something together? I sat down with him and we talked. And we had a real good conversation. Me, him, and my my cousin. Which is, we had a little, our little circle. You know what I mean? And we're real close-knit. And we take each other's opinion and advice really. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I was like, bro, you need to do something. If you want me to... He don't have a label behind him no more. So he's an artist. Artist's going to do what the artist does, right? He's just going to go and do back and forth, yeah. boom, studio here, dude. Like I said, verse here, cook here, whatever, whatever. He don't have nobody saying, Push bro, this by that, I by need that day. completed by Thursday. Send me the song. I need to hear it. No, I don't like that. Scrap that. Boo, boo, boo. He don't have nobody behind yeah. him doing that. I say, you know what? Let me do that. Let me do that for you. You know what I mean? I can at least... Try to help you, guide you to a project. Give me, I give you a, some due dates and let's put some music out. Why? Why not? Niggas need to hear your shit, bro. Like motherfuckers is is like thirsty for real music. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, we, I got behind him most recently about a month ago. And I think I, I remember when he posted on Facebook, like if, you, if you're trying to get me on the track, holla at my manager, stunner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So I told him, I said, let me executive produce your shit. Like I need to hear it. Let me hear every song. Um, every beat you're finna do, every da da da, and let me let me help you put put a project together. Yeah. And let's release it. Let's put a let's give your, give ourselves a date when you need to have all this shit done. Let's give ourselves a, a estimated date when we need to release a project. When we just shoot some videos, let's do this. So that's what got behind. I think that's what lit a little fire under him. Like, all right, I need to do something because then he put that no pops video shoot together yeah. he did this now he's starting he got another video about to come out he got his album already um kind of set a uh, date that we want to drop it uh, he got music he got his little track list that we're trying to complete because i'm like all right you got a bunch of songs now they need to be finished this one finish this one finish this one finish. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i got behind him and kind of lit a fire on them because because i feel like he's he's really the, and, and this is for the uh not for life. Not for life. Yeah. Okay. He, what about, he says it's called not for for life, but it's not for life. Life. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah. What about 
the project is this the one you're working with him or are you guys working on a completely separate project as well no we're working on a separate project what's that one called it's gonna call Bow Lane Bow Lane Bow Lane yeah that's the street we grew up on um, me okay. and him so that's the where he still lives uh, that's my mama's house yeah but he don't live with my mama but yeah. he, he he lives in that my mama owns the house he bought it from my mom so yeah. he lives in that house still that's the street that we grew up on um, we'll be on Audi Mail Route 59 we can call it Bow Lane because that's what we Where, grew up. Do, do you guys, how deep are into the project are you guys in it? Um, right now, we're just um, picking beats, writing a little bit, but we haven't recorded anything. anything okay. Now, but that shit's going to be an easy process. The recording's going to be easy. Right now, we're just trying to find, we're just like beat picking. Yeah. Picking beats, getting these producers, sending some shit. Um, I already talked to Risky. We got a little. She got some dope yeah, shit. Yeah, man. hell yeah. Risky I was got like, some Risky, dope shit. get me in there. Get me in the lab. Me and my brother need to get in there. He's like, yeah, for sure, bro. I got you. Whenever. Set it up. So we're going to get in there with Risky. We're going to get in there with some other dudes and get some. And of course, he uh, fucking slow life. I got to get some slow, slow life, life shit because his shit is fucking fire. And uh, 357, he sent me some beats. I don't know who um, that is. 357, he's from uh, the uh, Dallas 44 area. We've been fucking with that dude for a long time. Um, anyway, yeah, so I'm just trying, we're just trying to get beats yeah. together for that project and then we'll get it going pretty soon. After this project drops, is, is the itch going to be there to drop a whole new, nah. the bad guy part nah, two? Nah, 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 nah. Come nah. on. Nah. Come on. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> not uh, four? Nope. Wait, I wait. mean, not four. If not four really comes, comes, comes to fruition or whatever, I'm down, but yeah. nah, I ain't looking to drop no project. Like, no, I ain't looking to drop no solo project. I'm going to drop a, um. A project with my brother just because I think, not for nobody, bro, for nobody really, because I don't give a fuck if nobody hears it, just because we need that, me and him, yeah. you know what I mean? Because he turned into the artist that he is, you know what I'm saying, that he is now, and he's at his fucking peak, he's at his prime of his fucking career as far as the rapper goes. I mean, it's not not like the prime, like he ain't where he needs to be as far as his career, but I'm saying like lyric-wise and musically, Artistically, he's in the prime of his time, his, his life right now, as far as that goes. Yeah. So I need to be involved with that because there's no better time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, time is still, right. Yeah, now. I, I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I still got it. So we need to drop a project to, together just for family's sake because yeah. it's my brother and we deserve it. You know what I mean? That's dope, man. That's fucking dope. I was showing him. I said, "Hey, bro, I got I got like an old verse from me that I got back in fucking 2007, 2008." Yeah. He's like, "Really?" I said, "Yeah." So I sent it to him. He's like. He's like, eh, it ain't that bad. I, I, was, I was still pretty good. I was like, yeah. And I was like, I got old verse from your brother. You know, I got yeah. old verse from you. So I got a whole bunch of old verses that, that never really got pushed. <laughs> yeah, but, man, that dude. But, yeah, I listen to shit like that sometimes, and I'm like, damn, that's trash. I don't, even, <laughs> don't even show me that. <laughs> don't even show me that. Uh, no, nah, it was pretty dope, man. It was yeah. pretty dope. And, and I, I got you to jump on a track, and then we ended up switching the beat. And I put GT on it as well. So it was you and GT on the same track. GT. Yeah. Shout out GT. Shout out to GT, man. I'm fucking stop playing. We were supposed to be having them on here a long time ago. For real? Yeah. Damn, but slacking, bro. Slacking. <laughs> Trying to get him and uh Crystal on here. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's his artist, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But shit up. Man, I is as a fan, this was pretty fucking dope. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Man. And and like I said, I hadn't chopped it up with you in a long ass time. And when we did chop it up, it was more of a it was a music video. I think we did. We did a music video, mm -hmm. got it out the way, and then boom, that was it. And I think I even went when I first met you. I went to your to your music video, uh, one hundred. 
What's it called? 100? Yeah, yeah, 100. We shot yeah, that at FM's, FM's house. house. Yeah, that's when I met you in, in Coast for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to um, FM. I was on my on my fanboy thing, trying to get mm. my face everywhere I could and trying to get my connections. And that's, that's how I dope. ended up getting y'all's verses. I remember when people used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> we used saying? to show up at random videos all the time, too, man. Shit. Yeah, just get your face on the video. shooting a video, I'm there. Get Fuck your it. cameo on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that video was shot crazy, like. You couldn't yeah. even see me. I was only like twice. That shit was just like all over the place. I was like, fuck, I was there. There goes me, I Paul. was there. <laughs> that, was, that was a no best video, though. Uh, that, that, that one, and then and then we did that, that feature with, with, a, with a homeboy, Ernest. And uh, shit, that was the last time we chopped it up. But except, man, it was fucking dope to chop it up. For sure. Uh, get to know the whole story behind Stunner. You know, before Stunner was Stunner. yeah. yeah. Uh, forgot to ask this. Your name was always Stunner? Um, back in the days to be stunt, just stunt. Stunt. Why? I was a fan of fucking. All I listened to back in the day was like Cash Money, No yeah. Limit, all that shit. I was like, you know, stunning and all that shit. I was like, stunt's gonna be my name. Fuck it, stunt. stunt. It was just stunt. Then turned to stunner, and I just added the A, and everybody calls me stunter. Stunter. Because I went from stunt to stunner, stunner but yeah. I didn't want to be. St- S T U N N A. That's how I had it on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was S T U N T A always. Yeah. Was, I was like trying to be different at the same time, but it fucked over. Yeah. It's like my name, my real name is fucking George, but I spell it with a J, so everybody calls me Jorge. Jorge, yeah. yeah so <laughs> it's kind of like that. Stunta. Stunta. Everybody calls Stunta me Stunta. The, the bad yeah, guy. It was, stunt. it was stunt in the beginning. People used to call me Stunt. Yeah. But it was always that since the 90s. It's always been. It was hard his. Yeah, sure. he's, it was the hardhead tattoo. Yeah, boy, yeah, boy, what was it? The uh, crew in all black video. Where all y'all were with yeah. the hardhead tattoos and shit. Y'all well, are relatives. Y'all just close well, friends. It's just a hardhead started just as a group of fucking friends of homies in the in the hood. We all grew up, and we make fun of my brother all the time because he always fucking talks about his daddy issues, right? But we all got daddy issues, bro. So especially growing up in the hood. Yeah. So, um, it was just a bunch of motherfuckers that didn't have nobody, and st- we and it wasn't no gangs in back then. You know what I mean? Like Houston was wasn't really known for gangs, like Bloods and Crips and whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? We're just like yeah. groups of motherfuckers. So I couldn't join a gang, so I just made my own little group of friends, and we just kind of became oh, yeah, a gang. You know what I mean? And we would just look out for each other, take a, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. take care of each other. Um, we're there for each other all the time. So it's just like. And that, that's that four life shit came from because it's like forever. It's been going on for take, a while, yeah, yeah. Forever, we just take um, care of each other. You know what I mean? I, I know, I know. Clever got some merch. You guys can check out his sure. uh, Hardheads for Life hats. He's got the the red and the black. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's seen on his uh, battle red battle, battle red. yeah battle red cap. No comment. Uh, uh, no video. comment on that. <laughs> no bag. comment. No, no comment. I was gonna bring it up, but, but you know we'll talk about we'll talk that about with, with him. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it off camera. But shut up. I appreciate your time, bro. I appreciate this. this. This was pretty dope to, like, again, to get to know how you came into here. Because, like I said, to me, it was like, fuck, who's this new guy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, came out of nowhere. And then it was just like, fuck, like, this dude's for real. And just st- sticked around. And then, fuck, what happened to this nigga? Motherfucker yeah. disappeared. <laughs> what happened yeah. to him? But, um, but, yeah, man, I appreciate your time, bro. It was appreciate pretty dope. You, brother. Fucking throw it off mix. Throw it off mix, man. <laughs> <laughs> People still add me on fucking uh on Facebook and I was like, damn, I should delete the page, but I got a lot of unreleased music. For I'll sure. be I'll be teasing For people. Sure. Shit, once again, Stunner Man, the bad guy, Tex Max, Stugger. Jill. 
Make sure you keep your eyes open on that new project with his brother Clever. Make sure you keep your eyes open on on uh now no yeah now for life Clever's project and then Bowlane. Bowlane is being coming out at some point for sure this year and whatnot. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you.